Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show. Uh, tonight, <laughs> I don't really know where to begin. <laughs> I really don't know where to begin. There's been so much shit that's come out today, all week, all month. It's just been, it's just been amazing. Just amazing. You know, the, the rate and speed that everything is moving up and moving around. Uh... Everything, there's an old saying in the alternatives and even in, in, the, in the mainstream that everything's frequency. Everything is frequency. The unfortunate reality about all that is that those frequencies are accessing us in ways you cannot even begin to imagine. A lot of you have nano poisoning, okay, just to give you an idea. And a lot of you are feeling the um, full measure of discomfort from the nano poisoning. You got this itch going on. You can't sleep. You got brain fog. Joints are hurting you. Body's hurting you. You feel very listless and unmotivated. You have low energy, and you feel like you're aging. For every second the clock ticks, you feel like you've aged ten years. Sound about right? Because the nature of nanotechnology. And the nanobiotech that we've been exposed to on an epigenetic level, not a vaccine level now, an epigenetic level in regarding to environmental. Vaccine is something else. That's a genetic nanobiotech uh, frequency activated kill switch. That's what that really is. So when we're looking at everybody that has died from the jab, it's a two-step kill switch. One, insert the program. Two, activate the program. And we see people out there dying, spinning, looking at things. There's been a, there's a cartoon that came out uh, on that, actually, uh, so I can find it. Cowboy Bebop movie. Okay, and when you look at it, you look at this, um, it shows that when the people die, it's a cartoon. Now, cartoons are not cartoons. Sci-fi is not sci-fi. These are documentaries that are presented to you in an animated format so that you can get the message. And a lot of these animated formats that you're seeing today, sci-fi in particular, um, what we're looking at what we are looking at is the actual facts being presented in a way that even a child could understand what is being presented. Because most people don't read and most people don't have the capacity to read beyond the third grade level. That's not insulting people, that's a fact. You know, and so as a result, these things are presented in an animated format so that you will see what's going on. So in this uh, cowboy, what was it again? Hold on, I lost this thing. Is it this one? Thirty-eight years oh, ago, oh. my wife. Uh, hold on. Cowboy Bebop movie. You watch the full the full uh, thing there. You actually see where a guy was experimenting with his nanobiotech, and he was seeing butterflies. Now, when you're looking at this, just to give you an idea what that means. 
when they gave the PCR test to the, to everybody that took the stupid thing, and they injected everybody who took these damn injections, what they've done is incorporated a program that can now activate the brain. In case of the PCR, it was the hypothalamus pineal pituitary area. And with the rest, it was basically circuitry, circuitry, circuitizing the brain so that it would have circuits throughout the brain wired up. So when the brain gets disconnected one, in one format or another, there's an endo, endorphin release. And people are now seeing some kind of whatever. In this case, butterflies. Might be spots. This is basically a disengaging of a person's body, mind, and soul from the body. Okay? That's what they've done. They disengaged the body with this technology. Very, very clean way of killing. And then nobody's willing to say on any level that these jabs are responsible because if everyone actually would say this shit the way they should say it, then we could get to the truth of the matter and go after these murderers that have propagated this. And that would be your bioweapons factory manufacturers like Pfizer, Moderna, uh, uh, AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, the CMO, CMO whatever, the Sino one, the Sputnik one, all of them, all of them. Australia just signed a deal now to bring in five, five, they spent five million dollars to bring five million more vaccines into Australia. What the fuck for? Unbelievable. They want the Aussies dead, period. These are killer weapons. Kill switches that they want to induce and put into people. Strong survive and the weak die. And some people say, well, how come not everybody has died? How, do you, have you seen everybody? Have you taken a look around the world lately? Sudden adult death syndrome? Where the hell did that come from? We never, had a, a, we never had anything entitled like that before. Sudden adult death syndrome. What are we hiding with that terminology? What are we hiding? What, what tech are we hiding here? Sudden adult death F that. Let's call it what it is. Murder. Democide. Genocide. Planicide. This is going right across the globe. The West is the most lethargic group on the planet. Canada is one of the most apathetic groups on the planet. You know, and I, and I don't expect to wake up Canada. I really don't. Maybe the 5% that, that are awake would be the ones who would be listening to the program anyway. The rest, you know, they're gone. As far as I'm concerned, they're dead and gone. Even if they are walking, they're still moving, they're dead. They're, they're the walking dead. The rest of us who are still have our marbles in our head, haven't taken the jabs, haven't taken the PCRs, we need to start forming a game plan here because... They're talking another 500 vaccines by the year 2030. 500 more of these bioweapons to be inserted into people. Can you imagine that shit? I'm more annoyed as, 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 I, as one can be sitting here and being aware of what I see. 
to the full extent that I see it, you know, and I can see that there is an assault, a heavily demonic assault, and they're using, and the demonic assault is are having agents on this planet that serve the demons, serve the demons, and there are groups all over the planet doing this. Your religious hierarchies, just about all of them, don't care what they are, Greek Orthodox, Catholic, Islamic, uh, Hebrew, Judaic, Vedic, you know, uh, Buddhist, Native. The hierarchies in these specific religious, and all of them, and I'm not born again, Christian, non-Christian, whatever. Pen, uh, 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 Protestant, whatever. The hierarchy has been compromised. They might have been compromised by the Jesuits or the Zionists. That's why we have such a screwed up situation going on in the body of Christ. Everyone's splitting hairs over Jesus' name. I cannot get over this. This astounds me to no effing end. Everyone wants to speak all of a sudden Hebrew and call him, call him a, a Hebrew name. Really? Bible was interpreted was translated uh, by the Greeks, and apparently people have forgotten that Jesus has more than one name. Jesus being one of them, King of Kings being another, Savior being another, uh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords being another, Emmanuel, God be with us. How come nobody calls him Emmanuel? Well, I kind of wonder how come we don't call him Emmanuel, God with us, God God with us, Emmanuel. But see, this is how the infiltration gets in. Zionists get in and preach their bullshit uh, Old Covenant crap and their Talmud and all this other shit that they predict. And people follow this. Because there's a, there's the way, this is how it works in religions, for those of you who aren't, uh, do not understand what I'm talking about. See, in both, most cults, sects, or religion, all you got to do is market somebody. Okay, just... Just put their name anywhere, on a pod beam, on a WordPress, on the, a national television, on a radio station, and play some fancy music, some dramatic entry kind of music. They're pictured, they dress in a nice three-piece suit, their hair's all done up just so pretty, and they speak so, you know, whatever. And then they get this advert advertisement about them propagating and promoting them as some kind of, you know, anointed one from God. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, guy's a pedophile, the woman's a whore, they're running drugs, they're running guns, the whole nine yards. They're backed up by Zionists, they're backed up by Jesuits, they're backed up by Freemasonry, they're backed up by God knows what. And as a result, the parishioners of these, that go to these places, contribute immense amounts of money. I got a thing tonight on the Mormon church. That's why I sort of jetted off in this direction just for, just for a moment. And you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. And we're going to see how the body of Christ is, and I'm just not referring to Mormons, but the whole gambit. That's why so many people do refuse to go to church anymore. God ain't there. Bullshit's there, but God ain't there. So when we get caught up in these little ridiculous 
things. Straining a gnat and swallowing a camel. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> I never believed I would speak in this manner. Honest to God, I never thought I would talk like this. I thought it was a pretty simple cut and dry thing, you know. Read the Gospels. And I'm going to say something else while I'm on the topic. For those of you who've never read the Bible, I'm not trying to discourage you from reading the Bible, so please don't take this the wrong way. What I'm advocating here is that you do not allow anybody to influence you while you read the Bible, giving some bullshit about an entitlement or a name or whatever. When you read the Bible, if you read, whether it be the King James, the Geneva Bible, or whichever Bible you choose, I would avoid the NIV and the Living Bible, those are useless. You're going to have, there's always going to be some kind of discrepancy. You know, the, the infiltrators that have come in to infiltrate all religions have also infiltrated everybody. The Islamic one, the Judaic, especially the Judaic one, the Christian, the Catholic, whatever. But read it for yourself because the messages are real. Jesus is real. I still call him Jesus. I don't care what anybody says. They can call him whatever they want. I'm calling him the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Savior, Redeemer. Those are his names as well and his entitlements. Emmanuel, you know. But anyway, you read that for you. Because if you, if you do have faith in Jesus and you believe in Jesus... The concept there is you're having a personal relationship one-on-one -on -one with Jesus. And in order to do that, you read his word. You don't follow a cult leader. You don't follow religiously. You don't follow a guy on the podium. You may want to hear the message, but then you want to back it. You want to verify it. You have to verify everything today. You have to substantiate everything today because everything today has scruples to it. And you don't know who's saying what, who's leading you where. Do not allow yourself to feel... Do not let your guard down, period, period. In this realm we're living in today, this is what has happened to the general population. They let their guard down. They, were, they allowed themselves to be afraid of fuck all, nothing, a boogeyman. Zip, zada, nada. And... They took an injection of a genetically engineered, nano-programmed, AI-frequency-activated bioweapon. And now we're seeing our loved ones, our relatives, our friends, our associates die around us. And now, now in old Canada, oh Canada, we can now assist young people to commit suicide. I think the age of 12. They can, you know, line up. And they're saying the sixth cause of death in Canada, I just read this a minute ago. The sixth cause of death in Canada is medical assisted, uh, uh, it's called MAID, medical assisted, uh, I forgot what the I stands for, death <laughs> or dying, you know. Medical assisted something dying. Oh, I'll have to look it up. You know, it'll drive me nuts. But anyway, the idea is now you can go to a doctor. You don't have to tell mom and dad. And now they're talking about wiping out infants that are born with gray syndromes. Oh, Canada. Country has fallen from grace. The leadership, I should say, has fallen from grace. A lot of people are still under grace. This is unbelievable that to, to see this. You know, I live here and 
to to observe the lethality that can, can the Canadian government is is inst, inst, um, integrating into society, instilling death as an answer. Because a group of billionaires called the WEF wants to wipe out the bulk of Canadians, including natives. And we're seeing a lot going on in the country. Tonight's show has got a lot of links. Probably won't be able to cover it all tonight. There's been, there was so much that popped up just in the last two days. It's like, holy jumping. It's like the floodgates have opened. You need to prepare. If you got a gun, make sure nobody knows you have one. Period. You may need it for food or defense. Some might say, well, that's against the law. Really? We're living in a lawless land, a lawless society. What law are we talking about that we have today? When the government can impose against your free will mandates which aren't even laws to force you to comply to a, to a, uh, a procedure untested, dangerous, and in introducing, a, like I said, a genetically engineered nanobiotech AI frequency-activated weapon. It's a mouthful, but that's what it is. We're all dancing around this bullshit. Oh, it's a, you know, it's a parasite. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, t uh, snake venom. It's, it's a, basically, it's a frequency activating the programs that have been inserted into a person that's taking them out. It's, it's snapping their brain. It's, it's uh, engaging their brain to such a way that it basically it's, it's, it's uh, hardwiring and shorting them out. They're having an endorphin uh, release. And then when they die, they lock in place as if rigor mortis was instantaneously uh, instigated. Imagine that. Imagine that. The whole DNA shut right down. They're all dancing about this nano stuff. It's like we're, we're following some sort of dance here. We should be a lot more openly straight with what we're seeing here, what it is. Everyone's afraid they're going to lose their license. They're going to lose this. We're all dead already. Okay, let's just put it to you straight out. We are already dead. We haven't fallen down yet. That's the only difference. And again, if you got faith and belief in God, again, if we do die, where do we go? We go home. F this place. This place is nothing but a, but a dumpster. And again, we better get past certain things. I had an I had interesting week this week. I got to consult with somebody from the Middle East. And it was an interesting conversation. She was a Muslim woman, and we were talking and comparing notes, you know. And nobody was trying to kill anybody. She didn't pull out a sword or a knife saying, I'll Akbar and try to cut off my head or anything like that. You know, none of that shit. It's just, that's all television anyway. It's all bullshit, all of it. You know, the, uh, the moderates, like anything else, uh, like all moderates, whether they be Christian, uh, Judaic, or, or Islamic, or Buddhist, pretty much have a certain rationale capacity to think. Let me give you an idea of what's going on where she's at. I'm not going to say what country she's in. I'm not even going to mention her name. If they decide to go against the government over there and speak anything, it's not because it's an Islamic government, it's because it's a regime, just like we have here. It's a regime. That they could wind up being taken away, killed, or whatever. 
Television doesn't show you that, do they? All they show you is these sheiks all dressed up in their nice robes and, their, and they look all clean and dapper and they got money and just, you can feel the money just oozing out of them. That's what you see. You see the Disney version. There's a lot of people over there that are Islamic that also, believe it or not, this may surprise some Christians, but she was telling me that Jesus was born of a virgin, born of, a, born of Miriam, who they call Mary. That's how they call Mary. See, they call Mary Miriam. Someone's going to say, oh, that's not the name. You know, again, straining a gnat and swallowing a camel. She's telling me this. Jesus was born, Jesus was born of a virgin. Whoa. Don't hear that every day, do you? And she's also saying that, yeah, we're looking for Jesus to come back too. Whoa. I think personally, now not every Muslim is like this, for sure. Not every Christian is civil either. But I think we've been had, the Christians and the Muslims have been had. They've been had by a group of people. Now, let me define something. I learned something today about the word Jew. Now, I have told you in the past that the word Jew never existed. Okay? There was no J in their alphabet. Period. It came from the land of Judah. They were called you, Jehovah, not Jehovah, Jehovah. The J in Jew, believe it or not, was manipulated. If you draw a J and cross a T in the middle, it's a sign of Saturn. I didn't know that until today. So wasn't that something? Now, Zionists are Jews. There's a distinction. Zionists are Jews. But people of Israel are either Israeli, Israelite, or Hebrew. That's the distinction. And you shouldn't call somebody from Israel or uh, that's either a Hebrew, Israelite, or Israeli a Jew because they're not Jewish. They're born of the land of Israel, not Zion. There is a difference. There is a difference. The Zionists are infiltrators of all forms of government or religions. And their main agenda is to corrupt all governments and religions. The, the Israelite and the Hebrew are just like you and I. People going about their business, living every day, trying to do the best in life, to serve God in their own form or fashion, okay, and to live. The problem is the Zionists have hid among the sheep. That's the problem. So now everybody categorizes the word Jew with everybody in Israel. That is not accurate on any level, period, period. And you have to start taking a hard look at that. It's just like the Roman Catholic Church. A lot of Catholic people that believe in God. They're just not necessarily, um, uh, they're not, but they're involved in the Catholic Church. You have a Jesuit order in that church. You have a, a Knights of Malta, Knights Templar in that church. That's the problem. <laughs> there is divisions within the Catholic Church. Somebody mentioned something to me the other day from uh, the Caribbean said that the early priests talked like I talked, you know, biblically. I said, then you found a rare breed because they don't do that anymore. And they were warning them about these things coming. 
So there is a distinction as well within the Catholic Church. There is the radical group that gets involved, and they too corrupt and, in, and infiltrate different religions, different governments, and they undermine them, and eventually they, these two um, groups wind up, winding up getting everybody going along their way. Why are we sending so much money to Israel? Why? They have a very lucrative uh, uh, country. They are producing their own stuff. They have a nuclear arsenal. They are a superpower. Why is everybody sending money to Israel? Think about that for a minute. Wouldn't that money be better spent in your own country, fixing roads and building the infrastructure? Why is all this money going there? Think about that for one minute. Okay. So I am pointing out a bunch of different things that if you were in a cult, you would see it when you got out of a cult. If you've never been in a cult and had your head spun twice, then you would never catch this. And I'm telling you this because we are in a world today, okay, in regarding to our faith, our beliefs, whatever, as far as I'm concerned, if we are born-again Christians and we're living, supposedly living for Jesus, the covenant that we have is the New Testament or the New Covenant. We are under grace, not law. Jesus did give us three commandments. Okay, Love God with your whole heart, soul, strength, and might. Muslims believe that as well. So do Hebrew, so do the people of the Judaic faith. Love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, these two sum up all the law and the commandments. The third one was for believers. Love one another as I have loved you. Imagine that. So those are the three that we should be following to the best of your ability. So my, my point is, if we're under a new covenant, then what are we doing dealing with an old covenant? It wasn't for us. It's for a whole different people that had to go through a process of being deprogrammed from a 300-year programming machine that made them nothing but slaves. And if you follow that old covenant, you too will be a slave. In fact, I read somewhere <laughs> in the New Testament that when we were given, what well, we were given by grace was, uh, was in part to make the Jews jealous. <laughs> Because God has shined, shined his favor on us. And the word Jew, like I said, is not a semantic. And I'm not anti-Semitic. I've told you this before. I, I am Semitic. And just explain what that means for a lot of you. Because a lot of you don't know what that means either. You think you do. Think that Semitic means it, you know, people of Israel. That's not correct. The so Semitic culture starts from Spain. Goes all the way across southern Europe. All the way across northern Africa. All the way past the Middle East, you know, all the way past up around Greece area. That Mediterranean region is, a, is of the Semitic culture. They are Semites. So when you're looking at a Semitic person, Israel is not the only Semitic group out there. Palestines, the Palestinian people, the ones that have been getting the 
blazes beat out of them. You never know. You never know who the real people <laughs> of God are. You wouldn't know it. You know, but anyway, not I'm, I'm throwing a lot out there. When we start looking at what we are and who we are, doesn't matter if you're Jew or Gentile. According to Paul, if, if Jesus ain't there, that don't matter. That's simple. If Jesus is there, it don't matter. If he ain't there, then that's where you get into all this religious hierarch hierarchical bullshit. You know, oh, we're the chosen people. Pfft, not today. <laughs> Maybe at one time, but not today. That's my point. Trying to get you to pay attention. And that's just on the religious section. Then there's the politics, which works along the same exact line. I'm a right wing. I'm a liberal. I'm a. I'm an NDP. Or I'll, you know, sorry about that. You know, you have to be a, have a couple of brain cells short malfunctioning if you're an NDP. <laughs> well, they are, are liberals that just didn't make the grade. That's all they are. <laughs> I'm an NDP. Oh, sorry. You know, sucks to be you. <laughs> I'm a party Quebecois. Oh man, that's another one. <laughs> You know, United States, I'm, you know, I'm Republican, I'm a Democrat. <laughs> oh, what a mess that is. Two wings of the same bird, you know. But that's how they do it. They keep polarizing us. They keep infiltrating. And then they get these politicians in a compromised way. And now all of a sudden they have to kiss their ass in order to maintain their power. And when the drug companies, or should, should I say the bioweapons uh, weapons manufacturer, start getting into their campaign donations, it's a string and a tether that, they, that the politician can never be free of. And again, round and round we go, warp speed. Let's wipe out. 30% of Americans. Why not? What the heck? That's just killed 30%. <laughs> They're just Americans. Got too many of them anyway. Let's wipe out 30% of the Canadian population. Ah, we got about 30 million. <laughs> got too many Canadians. Got to get rid of them. <laughs> they own some pretty good land and some, you know, property value. We got to get rid of them. And the natives, oh, geez, got way too many natives in this country. We've got to do something about that. We've got to get rid of them. Got to get rid of them. You know, got too many colored people in the United States. Got to get rid of them. Let's inject them with syphilis. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got Now we got people from the Middle East coming over. Oh, we got way too many of them. We've got to do something about that. So let's create something. Put the fear of God into them. They'll be so afraid, they'll let, you, they'll let you do anything to them. And we'll wipe all these people out at the same time. What a deal. <laughs> what an idea. What an idea, eh? Uh, let's see, where is it? Let me read something here by Aldous Huxley. There will be in the next generation or so, that would have been my group, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing a dictatorship without tears. A dictatorship without tears. That's happening, W-E-F. 
the WEF, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration cap. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too. For entire societies, so that people will, in fact, have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it. Because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel uh, by propaganda or brainwashing, or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods, and this seems to be the final revolution. The final revolution. Final means terminal, usually. The terminal revolution. Yeah, I'm saying this stuff tonight because, like I said, I'm seeing that they're going to rewind. They're going to re. They're rewinding the the tape, and they're getting ready to hit the play button to re-engage the same bullshit they did two and a half years ago. You know why? 2.11 years ago. You know why? Because they figured most of you already forgotten everything they ju just did to you. They screwed you seven ways to Sunday sideways and you forgot all about it. You forgot all about it, most of you. Some of you can't remember what, what you ate for breakfast the day before. 2.11 years? Whoo, that's a stretch. <laughs> That's a stretch. Anyway, I wanted to read this. I want to point this out. I'm going to play some stuff to see where we're at here. Okay, we're still doing good on the time. I may go a little bit longer tonight because there's so much that came out and it needs to be brought. I'm going to, and tomorrow, okay, tomorrow is Saturday. Today is Saturday. Uh, 3 o'clock Saturday, I'm going to be doing a live stream. I'm going to further this, this continuation of this, what I'm talking about tonight. Like I said, there's so much. And the, you know, I've been telling you about 6G for about three years. 6G, 6G, everyone keeps talking, 5G, 5G, it's 5G, you're 5G, you know, 6G. Well, they're coming out more and more now talking about 6G, and it's, and it's a weapon. And the streetlights are a weapon. And a lot of you are feeling some of the activity of the nanotechnology because it's being activated by these lights which are activating through a frequency called Li-Fi. Weapon activation. I had a lady contact me the other day and she said, why are they doing this? I wrote her back because they want to get rid of you. They want to kill you. How many of you, how many of you are on the cusp of retiring? ready to collect your pension, and you got your dream life ready to go in front of you, and you're just almost almost at the door. How many of you are at that point? You ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it. My suspicion is that everybody who's on the verge of retiring or at the door of retiring, they're going to bring in these agendas so that you won't make it. And I suspect if, you're, if your social security number or, social, or your SIN number is showing that you're, on the, you're at the point of collecting a pension, my suspicion, my speculation, is when you go to get your jab, that one will be your lottery number. That one will be the winning ticket. So when you get that jab, you'll drop dead. I'm just speculating, speaking out loud. 
Because years ago, growing up, 30 years ago, give or take, back in the ancient times, <laughs> people, people from the era that I grew up in will say, yeah, those were ancient times. You know, we were distracted like a bunch of dumbasses we were. But anyway, um, they were telling us that our generation would be the breaking point for all the social programs because so many of us would be retiring and resigning our positions that it would leave a big, huge gap for, for, uh, for uh, employment opportunities, yet they didn't ship the jobs overseas, and that the, the strain on the social programs would be to such a level because there wouldn't be enough people in the, in the next generation to have jobs to pay taxes into the social net in order to sustain us. So I believe part of the reason why this is all coming on right now, or several reasons really, but that's one of them. They have to eliminate a, a huge population that is collecting social benefits or about to collect them. And if you're about to connect, collect them, most of you probably will not see it. Most of you will probably, you know, right at the door, they'll give you a jab, there you go, you know. Next. You know, they don't care about you. They just don't care about you. Okay, I'm going to see which one I want to play here. The, um, there, oh my gosh, there's so much other oh, than this idiot here. Uh, and uh, for the, for G, uh, FYI, I finally found my copper video. That, that YouTube took down how to make uh, copper chloride. So we, uh, I found it. I put the link up. I, was, I suggest you guys download it. Make the copper chloride. Make the zinc chloride. Make an abundance of this. You're going to need it. Copper and zinc both are biocides. And again, you you make the solution. Add it to your coffee, tea, or water. Or if you make a lemonade, whatever. Okay, and make sure you take anywhere from one to four drops if you've never used it before. If you're on, if you have a health issue coming up or you're dealing with one, up to 10 drops. And again, every couple hours. It, I believe, in my humble opinion, I think copper is far better than silver on, on just about any, on any aspect of it. You know, and this is not a nano product either you're making, which is even better. Um... Okay, I'm going to play this on Alberta. I want to point something out here. Two things came to my mind here. Either she's being assaulted by the WEF, okay, and the, the organizations behind the WEF, or she's being targeted by Ottawa. Now, like I said, if she does pull this off, I mean, the other day she had the natives coming after her because of the treaties they signed with Ottawa. So anyway, right now she's standing her ground. Right now she appears to be challenging, like it looks like DeSantis of Canada here. So anyway, I, I'm uh, going to play this just, to let, just so you can see 
the bullshit going on here, I'm sure this is going down in Australia as well, New Zealand, South Africa, the motherland, UK, you know, it's been going on in the US for a while. Let me play this. Hold on. Here we go. Okay, thanks. Morning. Uh, sorry, Premier, before we, uh, I think we need, there's some unfinished business from Saturday. Uh, I think Albertans deserve an answer. As you know, you're the Premier, you can make health decisions, but I think you would agree there's a responsibility to explain to Albertans why you're making these decisions. WEF, you actually, it's not clickbait, uh, Premier, it's not entertainment, it's actually a health policy decision that you announced on Western Standard on Friday. AHS confirms there is a deal with WEF, it's very minor, it's an information sharing deal, but it does exist. And you're saying we are going to cancel that, and uh, anything to do with WEF, policy decision. So, uh, sorry, I had to write this down because it was that, uh, uh, what concerns do you have then with WEF, and is it because you accept the uh, online conspiracy theory that WEF is a front for a global cabal of world leaders bent on using the pandemic to destroy capitalism and install a socialist dysfunctional dystopia? And I'm sorry if I didn't get the whole uh, theory correct. Look, I, I think that we should be taking our healthcare advice from Alberta healthcare expertise and that is what we should be focused on doing. I, I'm going to continue working with frontline professionals to solve the problems that we have here. And the problems that we have here are related to emergency services, ambulances, our emergency rooms, as well as the inability to get a, a surgical initiatives at our rural hospitals. Those are the, that's the advice I wanna be taking right now. And that's the focus that I wanna have. And all the expertise we need for that is right here in Alberta. Where then, Premier, did your, you still haven't answered the question, Premier. You do not want to have anything to do with the WEF, and you have a well-documented appetite for alternative media sources. So if you're not going to answer the question, and you haven't done so now a third time, the question is, why won't Danielle Smith answer that question? And uh, I'll put it to you, Premier, I think I, I think Premier, I I'll put it to you that you actually, you believe this theory, and I think it matters that you explain whether or not you believe this WEF theory because it looks like you're actually basing health policy based on it. I think it makes sense to make health decisions based on health experts. The group that you mentioned and the person at the helm of it, I don't think he's a medical doctor. I don't think he's a nurse and I don't think he's a paramedic and I don't think he's a health professional. As I've said, I am going to be taking advice from our frontline nurses, doctors, paramedics, and health professionals to fix the local problems that we have. The local problems are related to how are related to ambulance service, they're related to emergency room service, and they're related to not being able to get surgical in initiatives and our surgical wait time list down. Those are very local issues. And so I'm interested in talking to local people to solve local problems. That's my priority. Thanks, Dean. Next question, Michelle, go ahead. Hi, Premier. Um, I want to follow up on what Dean was just asking. I just want to ask you a very simple question. What are you, what are your views on the World Economic Forum? <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm not um, a young global leader of tomorrow. I've never been to one of their events, and I I look at Pierre Polyev saying that he doesn't intend to go to their events and doesn't intend to have his ministers involved in them either. Um, and I I take the same view. But why? You're still not explaining what, what your views are on the World Economic Forum. Like, what do you find distasteful about it? 
I, I guess I find it distasteful when billionaires brag about how much control they have over political leaders, as the head of that organization has. And I think that that is offensive. The people who should be directing government are the people who vote for them. And the people who vote for me and for my colleagues are people who live in Alberta and who are affected by our decisions. And so, quite frankly, until that organization stops bragging about how much control they have over political leaders, I have no interest in, in, in being involved with them. My focus is here in Alberta, solving problems for Albertans with the mandate from Albertans. Well, I got to say, I wish Doug Ford had the same testicular fortitude that this woman's got. Maybe she has intersex. I don't know. Maybe she's got both. But whatever she's got, she's I mean, she's saying the right things. And I and again, you will, we will never we will never see that in Ontario. Never. That whole bullshit we got in Queens Park. I'd like to cut that off and send it in the middle of Lake Ontario and torpedo it because it ain't doing us any good. These guys made millions on the last uh, <clears throat> so-called outbreak that never existed. He went in with $3 million. He's worth about $100 million right now because of all the bullshit that, 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 that he was selling, the air, arrows and the signs and all that bullshit. Conflict of interest, if you ask me, but again, there's some loophole they can get around on that. Why is Canada listening to the WEF in the first place? I have no idea. But I have an idea that when Klaus said he, was, he had penetrated the cabinet of Trudeau, I take that penetration to a whole different dark level. <laughs> She's saying the right things. You know. Now, whether this is a, you know some kind of conspiring, undermining uh, assault on her? I don't know, but she's got an uphill battle because she's got to try to undo what the pre previous premier, who had no balls, uh, went along with. They paid the X amount of money, and away they went. And she's going to need some heavy-duty security. If she is really st straight on the ball, half of Ontario should move to Alberta. You know, because we're not going to see that here. I doubt we're see either that or the parts in, of Ontario that have the same mentality should secede from the rest of Ontario. That might be an option too. Yeah, that would save me a big move. But anyway, <laughs> but I mean, here we go. It's begun. The assault and the attack of anybody that challenges the status quo. Bible says, he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Here we go. Here we go. You know, she's got moxie. I like her. I really do. I like her and I like the Italian uh, president. Um, she ain't, they, neither, one of them seem, <laughs> neither, neither one of them seem to use any kind of John Wayne toilet paper. But they, they seem to have the same characteristic as John Wayne toilet paper. If you don't know what John Wayne toilet paper is, it's basically a very simple concept. Rough, tough, and take shit from nobody. You know, I'm sure we've all <laughs> used that kind of toilet paper. But anyway, I wanted to point that out. Now, speak of the devil, I am going to listen. let you listen to this thing. It's a good word, thing. 
He's like, think about it more, I'll start speaking Canadian. And a lot of you will get upset because I'm speaking Canadian. All right, I'm going to let you listen to this thing. Hold on a second. It's a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this government, are actually young nominees of the world. We penetrate the cabinets. The change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare? Take the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. The people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner. And it is the climate crisis. Now, I'm sure you heard what he said. Because this is where everybody's got this this uh, illusion. We're going to go back to the good old days. He's telling you. He is telling you we aren't. That that is fiction. Fiction. And what's going to wind up happening, a lot of people are going to get lost along the wayside. Because they're still stuck in yesteryear, yesterday, you know, history. They are changing everything. They're changing everything. AI is changing everything. There was something I found today showing more and more that the Mandela Effect was in fact fiction and that it was all AI. See if I can find it. You know. And a lot of you are worried about your security, right? You know, oh, we're going to have security. You're going to go to this email and that email. You have no security. (laughs) None. If you're on the Internet using a cell phone, I'm going to show you what I mean in a second. If you think you have a secure channel, you don't. AI has is in, into everything we are we've got. Going to Pronto Mail, going to this, going to that. AI can hack these things in, in less than a quantisecond. You have no security, none. That is an illusion if you if you ever had one. You know. Let me see. I think this was it. Give me one second here. I'm gonna probably. Uh, I started to notice. A- uh, right, I'm going to play this little bit here. Um, I think this is the, uh, let me see here. I started to notice. Oh. Okay, this is a guy talking about um, streetlights in Montana where they didn't have any streetlights. And... These streetlights have operating systems that not only can read and collect data. There, he's even talking about, this guy's talking that eventually your eyes will also be recorded. 
You will, they will see what you see and they'll analyze what you're seeing. You're going to be a living robot, not a transhuman. You're just going to be a freaking machine. And if you do one thing out of step, you guess what? They'll cut your income. They'll cut this. They'll cut that. They'll take this privilege or that like they're doing now. They're prepping you for what's coming. If you don't kiss their ass the way they want you to kiss it, they will start taking away from you not only your privileges, but your income, your food, whatever, until you comply. All right, let me play this real quick. Hold on. Here we go. In San Francisco, two and a half years ago, that a lot of the, you know, the lows precious sodium, the yellow halogen type of lights, they started getting replaced by these very bright uh, array LED lights. And yes. when I, have you seen that in Australia? You must everywhere. have seen it everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It, and they're putting it up like literally uh, in, in the denser population, every 30, 35 yards apart. Um, it's really horrible. Uh, I live in Montana, which is relative in Northwest Montana, relatively uh, you know, a lower population. But in the closer towns and cities, they have a lot of these and it's really putrid, right? And these are called smart lights and smart poles, uh, which are an integral part of the smart city infrastructure. They all are wirelessly communicate with each other. And then there's fiber optic cables under the ground, uh, which are then connected to, you know, 5G towers and to other communication facilities nearby. So and they also will- they are basically it's it's an open air concentration camp for surveillance as well as I'll show you it'll be weaponized. These are these are these can be weaponized these LED lights, and then they will also host all sorts of sensors in the name of climate change and global warming. Right. So here's an example of a smart pole. They'll have noise sensors, and it's for noise pollution, but actually it's really for listening people's conversations. Of course. They'll have people counters. They have surveillance cameras. They will have pu public address systems, like in all Auschwitz concentration camps where, you know, the soldiers are giving orders to the, you know, uh, uh, to all the people who are, who are the prisoners. They're going to, uh, some of these lamps have seen specifications on top of the lights. They are drone charging stations. So in the future, Drones will be uh, used both individually as well as in swarms as the aerial police. And I've done, you know, there's a lot of information available on DARPA and other websites on these drone swarms and how they're going to be used against, uh, you know, enemies of the state. I think the takeaway is these smart poles and smart lights are an integral part of this uh, smart city grid that they are building everywhere. They communicate with each other. They are wirelessly connected, as well as you know, some of them are uh, connected through cables underground. They will. Some of them may also assist in autonomous driving vehicles in the future, um, and they are putting smart cables under the roads and all. And so, there's a lot of technology going inside the ground and on top through these lights, right. uh, in order to achieve a lot of the surveillance grid. Uh, integrated with 5g i can't even begin to imagine how harmful all of the all of the signals among that these things are emitting are i mean we already know how harmful 5g is imagine when we have all of these constantly emitting and communicating with each other it's horrible it's very harmful as well as these blue led lights uh, you know at the frequency or wavelength they are at 
they're extremely harmful to the eyes and in addition uh, i've noticed that they don't even have diffusers on top of them so you can't look up at these lights they're designed to make humans look down wow so by default they're you know designed to really hurt your eyes and then i'll show you another uh, slide on how they can be used directly as weapons please so uh, I, when i came to montana uh, you know in august 2020 uh, so a little over 2 years ago i noticed that there were on uh, outside of maybe bozeman montana and a couple of the towns there were none of these street lights uh, it's we had beautiful dark nights and then i was here in april at this town called Pablo Montana and driving through the highway and just see how many lights there are it's a population of just a couple of thousand people and you have like hundreds and hundreds of these lights on the highway and so the question to be asked is earlier there were no lights and then in the name of global warming and climate change and energy conversation now you have 300 lights so i started you know this picture on the right side i got from somebody in canada uh, on facebook and I haven't seen these in anywhere in Montana yet these multicolored lights and I started to dig deeper and uh, I noticed that there's a something called a puke ray it's an LED incapacitator where you have this think of it this is an LED gun which is able to emit different frequencies of light at a very high rate of change so when you do this um, at a very high frequency with different uh, lighting and if there's a human being that's in the vicinity and looking at these lights or near these lights you can get intracranial damage you can hurt your spine you you can get sick i bet you, you it can even kill you so these can be used as weapons and a lot of these led smart lights they already have little if you see uh, white squares at the intersections for instance uh, white patches those are radar and the led lights combined with radar they can and with a you know smart uh, system on a chip inside they are able to um, identify human beings with guns up few hundred meters away and so these lights can be turned on as weapons against people who might be carrying guns for instance so one needs to kind of start asking these questions and talking to you know each other within communities as well as to the people who you think represent you as to what the hell is going on and why these lights are being put up and call them out on it i mean what what other reason would you be installing lights that have the capacity to to kill on impact i mean it it, it there's no other reason it, other it's than... for safety and security it's ah, for safety and security right. yes, of the of people yeah my goodness so that's how it's going to be sold or it's going to be sold in uh, as climate change and global warming and energy conservation so i'll go on from here but these can be used as weapons and i suspect there's much more to it than what i'm presenting here and i'm i'm doing my research and i will come back and talk about what more i find out yes please <laughs> welcome to earth <laughs> be prepared to get killed <laughs> oh my gosh I got a, I got the whole uh recording on this whole thing. You know, well, it was the last couple of weeks we've been listening to uh Fire Medic and his research and the 6G. See, this is they, where they're missing it is not 5G. 5G is just a carrier. 
It's the 60 that's going to F you up. Period. And they're already talking about other G's up the way already. And they're all, I mean, he's talking about uh, autonomous cars and stuff like that. You're going to need a 60 setup for that kind of thing. The world is being hardwired. And we're also being chipped to be inserted into that network. That's what this is really all about. I was just listening to an old Elon Musk thing today about him talking about AI and how AI is already smarter. It's an old video. AI has been smarter than us for over 10 years. And if you listen to Jay Tuck, AI works on large data. And without AI, you cannot have uh, interpret large data. And without large data, AI doesn't work. AI has engulfed the planet. These morons keep uh, putting in access to the planet so there's no place AI will not be able to reach. That's why, in my humble opinion, when the Bible says the earth will end in fire, because you got to burn this shit right off the planet. It ain't worth a fiddler's fuck, really. All it's designed to do is incarcerate, incapacitate, and enslave. That's all this is designed to do. Back to the days of Noah. Remember that? One mind, one language? That was a program operating system that had already in, uh, um, incarcerated and, and incapacitated mankind to the level of slavery. God had to deliver mankind from that den. Looks like he's going to have to do it again. You know why? Because we're too bloody stupid to learn the lessons. That's why. And we keep allowing the wrong people to lead, lead the uh, general population. When I'm reading, we've got to go back to the days of Noah. I keep saying, geez, jumping Geronimo. No, those aren't good days. Let's, can we not move forward? <laughs> not backward? And this is an indicator of going back in time, not forward. And this technology had already existed way back then. This is what this is also telling you. And the same means of incapacitance that happened then is happening now. Or it ha when it happened, now it's happening again. These are the warnings that we've been getting. Most ministers are saying that the, the injections are not the 666, yet they got 666 all over them. The mark of the beast doesn't mean it's just a mark on the arm. It's the, it's the, it's the um, identifier. It's the serial number, the code. That's the mark of the beast. It's the, his mark, his identifier. They, they can't see this. They're, again, they're stuck in religiosity. All these things that are going on today is designed to incapacitate, you know, incarcerate, and then, you know, bring you down to the level of slavery. And they're not going to need much of us. They'll wipe out a lot of people. This is why they're, they're putting these injections out the way they are. This is, this is a kill switch. They want to wipe out as many as they can. And again, I have another speculative concept here. Based on the 144,000 that the Bible talks about, they'll be the last, the last hurrah for the planet. To, uh, God's last, last, last hand, hand reach to mankind. And my thinking, 
again, how I observe things. Again, I could be completely out to lunch. But these injections are being designed to hack everybody so that that specific genetic code or that specific genetic lineage can be corrupted as well. That's how I'm seeing this through all the tech and stuff I see in the Bible and all the genetics I see in the Bible. They're trying every way they can to offset God's word. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. I don't know why they bother. <laughs> I don't know why they bother. They're going to lose anyway. But in the interim, we're going to be caught in the middle of this interdimensional war. Read the book of Revelations like I keep telling you, you'll see it's there. So anyway, I don't think I've got a whole lot of time left. Let me see what i got here. Uh, where are we at? Oh, we already passed. Okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to continue this theme. You know, I'm going to continue this theme tomorrow uh, on the live stream. So the live stream, usually I go two hours. I said I was going to go a little bit over this one. Uh, so I will continue for a little bit. Um, the uh, Give me one second here. I want to see where I'm. what this is all about here. Let me see here. Give me a second. You know, all this bullshit about SAD, sudden adult death syndrome. <laughs> Why is it that in the year 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, and then 2023, coming right around the corner? Why is it all of a sudden we have this situation going on? Anybody ever think about that? Why is it that before 2019 we never had sudden adult death syndrome? Why is that? Think about it. What was the, what was the change? What environmental impact happened to have created this? See, this is graduating more and more into a new level of assault. And you heard Klaus say that we're already, the next thing is waiting for us right around the corner. Let me tell you what I think. Date the show. Uh, Friday, 11.25 to Saturday, 11.26. Date the show. When he's talking about the global issues as far as global, global warming and all that stuff, the next assault that's going to come on mankind is going to come from the air. With all the, with all the quadrillions of nanites that are in the air right now, it wouldn't take much to program them to fall down on the earth and afflict people with whatever they program that shit to do. Now, as an expert in nanobiotech, it is very very doable. All you gotta do is activate a frequency, pro, uh, uh, trigger the the um, program to again tell those nanites what to do. You gotta remember each nanoparticle can hold up to one terabyte of information. A nanoparticle can hold up to one byte of ter uh, uh, one terabyte of information. 
you got quadrillions of them up there. Why do you think they keep spraying? Okay, we know the elements, some of the elements up there, but we really don't understand that these particles also have programs or could have programs. And all it would take is a frequency with a 6G frequency directed into the atmosphere or coming down from the atmosphere, turning these things into weapons. I think there's somewhere in the Bible that, where... Um, um, men, would, men and women would be afflicted with a skin disorder and they would cry day and night because of the pain. This may be what that's referring to. Now again, I'm not saying I'm a biblical pro uh, prophetic expert, but this could be what he's talking about. And it's very doable. Very doable. One of the things you may want to try to create might be an EMP around the house that's directed into the air. Just a thought. Just talking out loud. Just thinking in terms, you know, in an expressive way. <laughs> or you might want to create an electromagnetic field that can, that can uh, either attract specific materials or charge certain materials. Remember one thing. Graphene ain't everything. All this bullshit about graphene is again a, a misdirect, a total misdirect. You got all kinds of carbon up there. You got black carbon and there's another type of carbon. C60's up there. These and carbon and a nanoscale, they're talked about as two to three hundred times stronger than steel and three times to, to nine times harder than diamond. The carbon content is a, con uh, a conduit or a conductor, not magnetic. They're diamagnetic. In other words, if you put a magnetic field through them, they'll create a charge, and they will repel a magnetic field. Mix that with a magnetic component, now you have a super magnetic conductor. And it's charged. So one of the ways you can... Defend, just put a field, a high static charged field around you. You know that surge and purge that we showed you on the, on the bit shoot? Think bigger, way bigger. Tesla used to sit in his warehouse under a charged unit that would release a static charge. Why did he do that? Why did he sit under a high charge static field why because it blocks frequencies it blocks assaults and if there's something in the air that could be harmful it disengages it that's why think about it all right let me see where we're at all right i think I'm gonna, i will wind it down i went about 10 minutes over there's like i said there's a whole lot and um even if you can't listen to the live stream live tomorrow, or today rather, um, I will record it, I will post it, and you can listen to it. The links will also be there for you to look at different links, you know. I'd encourage you all to share this stuff because all this bullshit we've seen in the last two years and 11 months, had it wasn't because of the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan virus. 
comes from batshit. Mm, <laughs> when you look at those earlier, earlier videos in Wuhan, when this got started, you will see how every one of these Asian people over there collapsed. They didn't die from a flu. They died because they were targeted. That's what killed them. The pandemic that they perpetrated was a cover-up for them trying their, their high-tech 6G weaponry that they were using on those people. Like I said, when I seen a guy, six foot four guys, six foot two, six foot four, running at a full gallop and just just drop and crumple down like a like a, a tissue paper. And I had to backtrack and see this again because me being a herbalist at that, you know, and thinking like a herbalist back then, the saying, well, wait a minute, now this guy's got a flu. I have never seen anybody run with a flu. If the flu's got you that incapacitated, you can barely walk to the washroom to take a piss, much less run. Then I see this guy run about 15 steps and just let go. I said, wait a minute, that ain't a flu. See, I could see this stuff because I've been around a lot. I've been around sick people, helping sick people all their lives, all my life, most of my life. That's what we're seeing here, a cover-up. People are being injected with a, with a time bomb and then being turned on by an activation frequency or turned off, depending on how you look at it. And they hid behind this, this, well, why is it that the Chinese couldn't find anything? Why is it that the Japanese couldn't find anything? Why is it the South and North Koreans couldn't find anything? How come the Australian medical couldn't find anything? How about the New Zealand medical? They couldn't find anything either. How about the Canadian one? Nope, they couldn't see anything either. How about the ones in America? Nope. How about France? No. Germany? No. Belgium? No. Italy? No. Spain? No. Caribbean doctors, no, nobody could find anything because nothing was there. What was there was a silent secret weapon that they had instilled in a lot of, a lot of antenna way back in 1952 or 56. And they started using these weapons. And, poor, and those poor Asians died for as sweet F.A., and then all of a sudden in the West, we all of a sudden we had sudden adult death syndrome. Really? Sudden adult death. Wow. Sudden adult death. What would cause somebody to die all of a sudden? Oh, I know. A Li-Fi frequency. A Bluetooth frequency. An electromagnetic pulse that, that would, ha would have a disruptive capacity to disengage the body by activating an operating system or a program that's already been put into the body. How about lasers? Wow. A laser can kill you. How about an electrical charge? How about charging the Earth so that instead of the Earth being a ground, the Earth becomes a conductor? And while you have nanotechnology inside you or a biogenetically engineered AI frequency assaulted uh, lipid nanoparticle programming inserted into your DNA. All of a sudden now you run a charge from the earth through the body disengaging the person causing SAD.
What about all that? See, and that could be targeted per person, per DNA, per sequence that you have emitting from your injection. Imagine that. Just a thought, just to give you an idea that the world we live in today, hey, hey, ain't what it used to be. In fact, it's become more corrupt, more evil, uh, more wicked. And I don't mean wicked in the current you know, uh, um, a wording that they use today with young people. That's so wicked. Yeah, it is so wicked. It's so wicked it can kill you. But anyway, again, I digress. All right, I'm going to wind it down for sure now. Sorry about that. Um, I always say at the end of these shows, see, I, I give you the shit, now I'm going to give you the hope. And the hope is in the Gospels. Gospel means good news, you know, and Jesus was the bearer of good news. And one of the things of the good news was the Gentiles were grafted in like a wild olive shoot. And that Jesus opened the door to, for the world to be able to access salvation, right? John 3.16, John 3.17, For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, that whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God so loved the world that he, that he didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Well, what do you know? An opportunity. I'm just presenting that in that way. You read it for yourself, and you figure it out for yourself, because that's what you should be doing. And again, I encourage you to read the book of Revelations, because that war either has already happened, and now it's being manifested in, in this reality, or it's about ready to, it's about ready to, we're right at the cusp of it. That's an interdimensional war going to happen right on terra firma. So, read the New Testament. That's the new covenant, the new, the new promise, the new agreement that God has made with mankind. And that's where I would encourage you to start. On the top of the page, there are people there also who are, Concerned, educated, experienced, and can help some of you with some of the current health issues that you have. Might want to give them a checkout. There's a whole bunch of people up there. You can donate to them. You can contact them. You got Fire Medic. You got Fiona. You got Cherie. You got Yanni. You got myself. Anybody you want to help, feel free to donate and help. If that can help you with your health. Uh, and again. Share these links with everybody. Share these shows. You never know who, who may listen in and who may be looking for it. I've had so many people uh, email me saying they, they thank God I found you kind of thing because they're listening to these shows and they're getting the links and they're getting, they're getting caught up. I don't know if that's a good word. Uh, they're given the opportunity to see better. I guess that's a better way of putting it. All righty. So anyway, share the, share the information if you can. All right. As I always say at the, at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God. So until the next segment, which will be tomorrow at 3 o'clock, remember 3 o'clock Saturday, there will be a live stream show. So if you can come to it, come. It will be posted in tonight's email. All right. Until the next segment, to your health. Take care. <laughs>